Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Cold Takes, episode two. Episode two, confidently. My name is Riley McCullough. I am joined alongside Tim Uh, Tim Heath, Heath, um, also known as Kenneth Free. And (laughs) Dante Edwards. What time is it, boys? Game time. Ooh, just me that knows what time it is. Tim, no, no, no. That's okay. There's only so much time, really. Don't have a watch. Um, all right. So today <laughs> we're gonna hit some uh, some big points out here. We're gonna uh, first off, we're gonna hit some advanced stats, and the stats are pretty advanced. I'll be honest. <laughs> Even a new stat for me today that I learned. So we'll get to that. Then we're gonna do some uh, news and notes. We've got news from really around the world. Um, you know, only sports though. Wait. Thank you. You go. Okay. What, what were you gonna say? You know, I, I just I just want to say something real quick before we uh, <laughs> before we start. Um, so there was this game uh, a few weeks ago. Um, it, it was a big deal and stuff, and it, it's something called something like the Super Bowl. And I, I remember sitting up here a couple weeks ago, and I was doing my like projections, and um, and I was I remember like you guys kind of like looking at me like I was from a different... I don't remember this. Looking like me like I was from a different world. I have no recollection. Um, but I just want to say that I got two to three projections right. Four, actually. Or th- no, three, if including they win. But just want to shout that out. And also, did we say something about some water? We did agree to a water bet. We did. Um, what we noticed was that it's raining cold water outside. Mm-hmm. Noah. Yeah. Um, so we figured we would just stand in it, be generally uncomfortable. Shout out to God. Shout out to God. He's handling the bet for you. So we Jehovah will. Jaira. We will pay Sam. what we agreed to pay. Unless you would rather dump water. No, it's okay. I just, you know, for me, just being right for once, like, feels good. Yeah, and it doesn't feel as great on this side. Of the yeah, table. this. Yeah, I just remember saying like, "Oh, the Bucks are gonna win," and then like y'all's faces like being like, "No, yeah, yeah it's not happen. gonna happen." Like when I said Patrick Mahomes would have two picks, y'all were like, "What?" Yeah, no, I, no, I, you're I, correct. I, I remember when I said he would not get past twenty eight points, and you were mm-hmm. like, twenty eight. I did say that in that voice. You mean you mean points ahead? Yeah, and that's less than 28. I will go ahead and say I, I that said right Tom Brady would have four touchdowns. He had three. So that's you, really close. You got all your other predictions right. All my other true? predictions right. So Tim had, had literally – well, you, you watched the NFC Championship. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, That was like the only football you watched. The whole year. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, and then me and crazy. were the ones that were stupid. That's crazy. It's unfortunate. It's humbling. I'll take this experience and I'll learn from it. You know what I mean? Um – Ultimately, with sports, who knows? Who's to say what is and what what is not? It's a gamble. Us, we are to sure. say. We're this the is ones what the to show say. Is kind of about. Um, moving on from there, maybe, maybe we'll come back and talk Thank a little. Thank you for that segment. We will talk. Yeah, no problem. No problem, Tim. You deserve it. Yeah, you earned it. Then we'll talk about. Uh, we had a little Valentine's Day, Valentine's Week surprise for everybody, and then we will. Round out the show with some nickname watch. Dante's got some news on um, our criteria for nickname watch, and also yep. also some other things. So uh, yeah, right. yeah, Let's we're get just gonna cracking. hop right on in. Advanced, Advanced stats. stats. All right, Tim. In unison. That was really well. Well <laughs> that was done. Really cool. 
As you know, advanced stats is where I throw at you the highest totals okay. from the three major statistical categories. Let's go, man. And you got to guess which player did them. Okay. Cool. Um, we're going to start out with points. Most points. points from the past week. I should. I need to get, like, a list next time so I can, like, instead of just kind of, like, because every time, like, there's, like, a, li- like a list in my head, it's, like, the same players. And then, like, somebody random. I'll give you a hint. It's very obvious. Points? Yeah. It's very obvious. Scores a lot of points. But I want to re-say somebody I said last week. If that's what you believe. Week? I think I said James Harden last week. Okay. Is that what... Are you on, are you on the James Harden? Somebody very team? obvious. Points. But I said... Uh, you know what? All right. If right. I'll say this. If this doesn't work this week, I won't... I'll, like, boycott him for, like, two weeks. Okay. Someone's calling me right now. Just kidding. Uh... James Harden. Incorrect. The correct answer is, in fact, Stephen Curry. Ah, uh, you know what? Yeah, that was a thought that crossed in my mind. Yeah. 57 points this week. This man has been on a tear, honestly. Um, I've heard some people going as far as to throw him into the MVP conversation. How are they doing this year? I mean, they're not the Warriors of old, but I think they're four games over 500. So they're, are they in the top eight? Yeah, they're, they're eight in the eight. West yeah. right now. Yeah. And that's all on Stephen Curry's merit, except for that one game where Kelly Oubre showed up. <laughs> yeah. Outside of that, it's been just him. I was really shook about that. He scored 57 points in a game that I think they lost. I do think they lost that game. I had some mixed feelings about Steph Curry growing up. Like, like at first, like I really liked him. Like right. when, he, when like he first started playing LeBron, but then like. Then I got really good. Of course, like you, like naturally, like go against like the people who like have dynasties. Sure, yeah. So like, and then, then like he started getting bad. Then I felt bad for him because Steph Curry's a really good guy. Yeah, he's really nice. <laughs> Just a pleasant man. Yeah. But um, glad he's doing good though now. Oh yeah, he's been through a lot. He's been on an absolute tear. And he's leading the league in points this season as well. Really? Yeah. Saw that one earlier. I'm looking back on Should this week. Um. This week of Stephen Curry, he had 32, 32, 27, 40, and I'm looking for that 57 in a loss so, to the Mavs. That means he's averaging at least 30. Oh, he's got to be 29.9. Okay. That's I wish close. we put a water bed on that one. Mm. I really wish we did. That was close. You know, that makes me happy, you know, because I would say this, like, Steph Curry is definitely the greatest shooter of all time. Sure. Like, I, I don't I don't really see, like, that being cl- – like, okay, Reggie Miller's good. Like, I get it. But, like, who who you got going – don't tell me you got Dort going over. <laughs> Luke – I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> no, Steph's the best shooter of all time. Okay, good. I think Clay has the prettiest jumper of all time. Oh, like that, that's that's for certain. Like, you could say that Gorgeous about – Gorgeous jump shot. You could say – King Griffey Jr. has the best swing of all time, but Babe Ruth is the, the greatest. I take your word on that. <laughs> I'm just gonna believe you. King Griffey Jr. was that guy. I almost bought his jersey this weekend. You really, you really do be buying jerseys. I'm impulsive. Yeah. Well, they don't cost too much. Not on DHK. That's not a shout out. <laughs> yeah, that is. And we'll move it on. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just blow through. Although, if you want to get at us for sponsorship reasons, get it. Okay, assists. Just do it. Um, most assists this week. Who you got? Um, can I get you a hint? It could not be less obvious. 
It could not be less obvious. I'm sorry. It could not be less obvious. That's what I meant. It's yes. it doesn't make any it sense. It makes no sense at all. It makes genuine no sense. Yeah. All right. So, so somebody like random. Okay. Let me go down the list of the in the country of teams. <laughs> Starting from New York, going down. Okay. So somebody just random. Just somebody just. Okay. The first person that comes to my mind, I'm just gonna say it. Julius Randall. Julius Randall isn't a bad guess. He is playing very well. He's playing very really? well. He's racking up assists. That's this good guy's kind of similar to Julius Randle in some ways. The answer is Draymond Green. I thought he had two assists last week. He had <laughs> two points and oh. 15 assists. In the oh, game. that's right. Wait, he had it last week, then, didn't he? Um, yeah, it was this, it was this past week. Um, full transparency, we are recording this podcast on Monday. We usually okay. record on Friday, but we're going over okay. I see the past, yeah, the last week. That's, that's good. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Draymond Green, 15 assists. I guess it's not that hard to reach when you're playing with Stephen Curry. You yeah. Know, running off of, like, elevator screens. So, like, what I'm guessing is, like, he just passed it to Steph Curry. He probably time he It might ball. have been the same game, honestly. How much was that? Uh, 15 assists. That's really good, bro. Shout out to my boy Draymond Green. Shout out to Draymond Green. Michigan State, baby. Go Spartans. He, he hasn't been the guy that they needed him to be. He hasn't been, like, the support for him that he needed. Is he still verbal? Super verbal. But there's one thing about Draymond. He's going to say something. Um, but 15 assists. That's that's really good. That's a lot of assists. Here's a take. Just a little quick take. Are y'all taking Dennis Rodman or Draymond Green? For what reason? Yeah, like, what, what do I need? What's my team? I, g- I guess that's true. Like, I guess that's kind of a vague question. But like, let's say like you want to build your team, like whatever you want to do, like you're for your like give your own reason. Are you asking if we would start our franchise with Dennis Rodman? No, not start, Green? but okay. like, would you choose? Like, it gets down to that position. Who are you choosing? Whatever, whatever, like scheme you want to run, whether players. Are I would. Have. I would rather have Dennis Rodman. I think. I I respect Draymond, and I think he is he is good at what he is, and he's a good defender. And he he does he does fun things on defense. And I have, in my basketball journey, I am coming to like watching defense so much. But Boardman gets paid, and Boardman would get me paid as an executive. I like that. Assuming that's what I am. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it really depends on um, who else is on the team, the talent surrounding him. But I I I'm inclined to agree. Because we know that Dennis Rodman's gonna go out every night, and give you and party great defense, eighteen boards, and probably wake up in a hotel room somewhere. Draymond, North Korea, North Korea, perhaps. <laughs> They're listening to us now. <laughs> Draymond, we don't know. Like we just don't know what he is. Well, I mean, we know what he is, but we just don't know what he'll bring every night. Defense, sure, but he can go anywhere from like twenty-five to no points. Anywhere from like three to fifteen assists. I guess there's just but with too much. Variable. Dennis, you know you're gonna get. You know what you're gonna get. You know what you're gonna get, and I I like that. He's stability. too much of an ace card. But there is there is something there is something kind of fun about the Draymond will do something every night. But you Not, just don't know. But you don't know, and he might help you. Maybe he's just maybe we don't see it, and he is just so flexible that he can do whatever Steve Kerr needs him to do every single night. Oh, Steve Kerr. But I have a feeling maybe that's not. Um, no, you're right. I think I think 
pretty much the same could be said of Rodman. He, he's not going to do anything you need him to do, but every night there's going to be a Rodman highlight, and that's going to get your 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 team's name in the tabloids. For sure. And that's going to sell some jerseys. I like yeah. it. I think it was the first time in Coltec history that we all agreed. Wow. Wow. That's progress. Progress. That's probably it. That's a that's a room temperature take. I'd say. Room temperature. That's a sweet take. Big one. That's a sweet take. We're all uh, uh, friends in here. Sometimes. Yeah. If full, you guys didn't know that. Full disclosure. Full yeah. disclosure. We are all friends. <laughs> all right. Rebounds. <laughs> Most rebounds this week. Um. So last time we were on the podcast, it was Stephen Adams. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought it might have been uh, Anthony Davis last time. Let's see. Let's see somebody that's kind of just, you know, forgotten about maybe. Um, you know what? Porzingis. Chris Tapps? Yeah, I said Chris Tapps. Interesting. For some reason, oh, I thought you said one. kneecaps. For like a split kneecaps second. Like my, my kneecaps brain, Porzingis. Wow. My brain like really did not process that. You're starting a nickname watch much earlier than I thought. I proposed kneecaps Porzingis. <laughs> I'm not against it. I, he is. Um, <laughs> no. The answer is Jonas Valanciunas of the Memphis Grizzlies. 20 boards. 20 Did we rebounds. talk about him last time? I feel like we talked about him last time. Um, you, Me and you did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a lot of beef. Yes. Yeah. Jonas Valanciunas. He's, he's, there's this whole, like, kind of class of NBA centers. As the game has evolved to be more perimeter-oriented, we've forgotten about the centers. But, like, him, Yusuf Nurkic, Enes Kanter... Okay, I like Ennis Cantor sometimes. Sometimes. All these guys, Aaron Baines, all of these dudes, these large white men, they're just good and they're just good centers. They set good screens, they defend the rim, they grab rebounds, they block shots. It's just a whole bunch of tall white guys who are just good at their job. It's just that no one wants them to do their job. Because no one wants that job anymore. But Jonas Valanciunas, he's a good player. He's solid. You know what I mean? He's not gonna. He's not gonna lead you to a title. But you know, I feel like I have a lot of respect for those guys who are not like necessarily flashy and get a lot of the media attention, but in the sense of like, they're really good at doing their role. And like, you take them out, that's gonna affect the team in so much. And I would even since I feel like we always talk about Dennis Rodman, but like I feel like that's something that Dennis. I feel like he's just like the model person for this like this role. Like, dude, just. Have no points, but have like thirty rebounds. Sure, yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I feel like those people are like, in a sense, almost like the glue. You know. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, I have a hot take. Come on. I don't think that there has ever been an NBA big three. I think all big threes are really a big two with a souped-up role player. So that's Chris Bosh for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. How about? the Nets right now who is souped up role player James Harden has just become a point guard how's he doing by the way he's a good point guard he's very good at being a point guard but he's just a point guard who can also if if needed he could he could drop 40 sure he could like he could be like you need me to do that tonight I will do that tonight yeah he could do that very easily but he doesn't because the ball does not get around enough for a real big three to exist you know, I respect that take. I respect it. But then are we saying that a what is what would be a big three? Would be three players who are all around 
who are just they are they do not have one specific thing. They are actually so good that they could be the centerpiece anywhere. What I'm saying is what is I need what is the what is the definition of somebody who is a big three person? Um so Cavs big three. Well it was Kyrie Irving. Sure. LeBron James, Kevin Love. Yeah. The idea was to have an electric scorer, Kyrie Irving, who could score at all three levels. Best player in the world, LeBron James. And then absolute monster of a big man inside, Kevin Love. And outside threat. And outside threat, Kevin Love. All three dudes who had different skill sets who would maximize each other on the court by being the best at their position, basically. Yeah. Kevin Love got to Cleveland and became rebounding Kyle Korver. Yeah. And that's that's just that. Yeah. There wasn't a big three. Kevin there Love. was a big two in Kevin Love. You know what? I feel like Kevin Love, if he would have stayed on the Timberwolves, he might, this might be cold, but he might be pushed on the Hall of Fame. Like, I, the dude was putting up numbers. He was putting he up was numbers. He was putting up numbers, but they were, I don't think that, I don't know, I don't like, I was a child. But I, I would say empty in that it was a bad team. Like, he was never a good team. I guess you could say that. And it was like, I don't know how good the team's KG was on in the, Tim, the T-Wolves, but like... He wouldn't have That's true. I just, yeah. Speaking of KG, Boston Big Three. It was supposed to be athletic scorer Ray Allen. Three-level... Yeah. Ray Allen was in a dunk contest. That man had some bounce. That's crazy. That man, he had an all-around game. What was his nickname? Jesus Shuttlesworth. Yeah, Jesus Shuttlesworth. Mm. A real um, short one. Real short one, really easy. Spike Lee did make a movie on it, so it's pretty cool, though. He's a cool guy. Shout out, Spike Lee. Ray Allen, athletic three-level scorer. Paul Pierce, absolute technician when it comes to just getting That's markets. your favorite player. I hate Paul Pierce. I know, that's why. I and I was like, <laughs> go go on. But we do need, we could say something about Paul Pierce. We, we could say something. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. Okay. Um, and then inside presence and defensive quarterback. Monster. Monster. Dragon, if you will. Defensive dragon, Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett, like, is a different breed of human. They brought these three dudes together because they're all supposed to be different breeds of human. To form Boston's big three. With Doc Rivers as coach. It was a big two with floor space to Ray Allen. Yes. Every time there's a big three, there is a player who has to take a step back and just become an overqualified role player. And that's why I think that there's no such thing as a big three in the NBA. You think that's why Ray Allen left? Part of it, maybe. I think... There's some beef there. Man, I forgot he sure did that, didn't he? Um... I, I don't think it's a cold take. I think it's a good take. What do you think about Clay, Steph, KD, Warriors? I understand Clay. Like Clay was four spacer. Oh shoot! There's another guy that can do that. Like, how do we guard three of them? And obviously, Clay is the one of those three who is like not in the conversation of being amazing. But mm-hmm. he had a couple games where he had that one game. He had thirty-seven and a quarter. He had sixty in twenty-nine minutes. Clay's Hall of Fame. Clay's Hall of Fame. Um. I mean, same thing. Steph is Steph. Is Steph greatest yeah. shooter of all time. For sure. Kevin Durant is an effortless scorer, the likes of which we've never seen. Oh, he, he's the best player right now in the NBA. Go on, Dante. Clay Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
stand by that. Clay Thompson is, and I will say, has always been an overqualified role player. The the best role player in the league, I perhaps. Incredible shooter, but he he has a job. His job is to make outside yes. shots, not to create shots, no. not to not to run an offense, not to be the engine, to make the shots he gets. He's great at it. Absolutely insane at it, but his one job. It, he has a role, yes. and he plays it, and is therefore a role player. And, like, didn't have to dribble. Didn't have to dribble. He didn't dribble he, that whole 39 didn't dribble. I, that whole season, actually, he didn't take a single dribble. <laughs> That's crazy. Bro just also ran and stopped. <laughs> <laughs> and just ran and stopped. Um, I... I would like to have quick story time for those of us who maybe are not as um, well-versed in the basketball, and maybe some of us that are well-versed in basketball. There is a game that is, like, infamous, especially among <laughs> oh Celtic fans. Oh, um, gosh. And I, I don't know the context, maybe maybe y'all know, of, what it was it finals? Ooh. It was the playoffs sometime. It was playoffs, and it was clutch, and it was victory, and it was prime <clears throat> Celtics. Yeah. And Ray Allen basically had gone out for this layup. I guess kind of came down a little weird, and was like hobbled, and was like needing, needing to go off the court. Laying on the ground. Laying on the ground. It was like bad. This is Paul Pierce. Sorry, did I say Ray Allen? I mean Paul Pierce. And Paul Pierce was then was he put in the wheelchair then and taken back to the locker room and then wheeled back out a little bit and then stood up. And was walking back in the stadium, and they're just, like, going crazy. And I've listened to KG tell the story, and it's just, like, first of all, KG is just a really good storyteller. And K- yeah. It's just fire. We should get him on here. Always. Yeah, let's get him on. <laughs> um, uh, speaking of, have y'all seen Uncut Gems, the movie with that he's in with Adam Sandler? Amazing. I thought about that one. Not I, a funny movie. I thought about watching about it. Oh, weird. It is, we'll, we'll watch it. It is amazing. Also, have you seen him when he's on All the Smoke? Podcast. Yes, yeah. love that pod. Oh, that probably amazing. is my favorite podcast Such of all time. So good. Shout out to all the smoke, Stephen A. or Stephen Jackson. Remember that one time met Barnes drove ninety five miles just to. Anyways, um, <laughs> so so ah, Paul Pierce comes back on the court and he's like hopping and he's like ready to play and they're all just like the I mean TD Garden is going crazy ballistic. And he comes back out, and he ends up having, like, just a crazy fourth quarter. Maybe hits a game winner. I don't know. I, I'm confusing a lot of stories. He there. goes off. But he goes off, and they win the game. And it was like this dude just, like, rolled his ankle, something crazy, came back, and was just like, no. Like, I'm doing it. But he pooped. <laughs> I, can't, I can't listen to the story, man. Listen to me. Why did you have to present it that way? Paul Pierce just pooped. Like, he had to poop really bad. And so they wheeled him off in a wheelchair, and then he pooped, and then he came back and, like, felt better. And then they won the game. Anyways. It's, like, years and years of, like, praise towards this, like... It was... Like, when he come out with this, like, two years ago? Maybe. Well, he still doesn't say it. He says that he didn't. But one time he said that he did... And everyone was like, okay, yeah, for sure you did. And then the whole thing happened with Lamar Jackson, and he basically did the same thing in a playoff game. Mm-hmm. No, was it Monday Night Game or was it a playoff game? Playoffs, I think. Um, yeah, one of the two. And, yeah. Anyways, yeah. pretty crazy. Um, shout out to Paul Pierce. Paul Pierce did Shout out to Paul Pierce. Shout out to the... 
Austin Soto's bathroom. Um, do we have another advanced stat? Or oh, do we need to? Do you have another advanced stat? Those are the advanced stats. Those are the advanced stats. I would like to call a little bit of attention to um, one advanced stat, and we're just gonna call to it for a second. But it is called win shares, and Dante knows about this. But it's just a cool stat. It basically is for every win. The way that they calculated it, there's a guy named Bill James who did the original one, and it was like for every one win there was three win shares that were divided amongst the team based on like who played the best, like who contributed to the win the most. But the way that Basketball Reference does it is every win is one win share. Okay. And so that's distributed amongst the team. So whoever has a high amount of win shares is contributing a lot. Um, who do you think is contributing the most to their team has the most win shares? Either of you can answer this question because I don't think Dante knows. I don't. Um, I'm. Ooh. You did a really good job explaining that. I just want to shout you out. Yeah. Well, I'll be honest. I I just summed up the basketball reference article. <laughs> you, did, you did a good job reading it. Ooh, wind shares. Sounds like wind shape. <laughs> it does sound like wind shape. Shout out. Um. I'm gonna say either PJ Tucker, PJ, or Tyrese Halliburton. Are top in the wind chair. Yes. Okay, Tim, go on. Hold on, let me Google somebody. While Tim's Googling, do you want to know who is at the bottom of the wind chair category? Well, yeah. <laughs> go ahead. Alexi Pugacheski. <laughs> <laughs> he has the least amount of wind shares he has in the league. Negative point eight wind shares. Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal. Here's the thing about Bradley Beal. While he is for sure probably contributing the most to any NBA team. They're not winning. Oh, so, okay. it's turning into losses. But I should have considered that. The, it is um, Nikola Jokic, 5.7 win shares. You know, that, that's the should. lead leader. It's 5.7. So it is a very small step. He is the most underrated but rated player in the NBA. I know that sounds really confusing, but marinate on it. Um, it's because he's in Denver. I'm still confused. Just think about it. Like, he, he's not underrated. But you just said that he was. But, like, he's also not rated. Then, then what is he? He's in the middle. So he's he's just... Well, I think it's because, like, he, he does... I feel like he does get praised. So Nikola Jokic is just the most accurately thought of man in the NBA, in Tim's mind. Well, he's well, represented. Well, I just feel like... Well, what I'm trying to say is, like, when he's talked about, he gets his praise. But I feel like he's just not talked about enough. Sure. I think that's what I'm trying to explain. Like when people bring his name up, they're like, "This guy's really good. He's the real deal." That's like, there's no joke. Like he's the Joker. Blah blah blah. Yeah. But like, I just. But it's not like Zion. But like, isn't what, what has Zion Williams done? done? Nothing. Nothing. He's are, dunked sometimes. What has Lonzo Ball done? More people know about Lonzo Ball who don't even know about the NBA than what's his name in Denver. So like, oh, you already yeah. forgot. Hey, man. All right, well, you just proved your point. You it's, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Right. Okay, okay, okay. I'm on board. Okay. Bradley uh, Beal's win share is 2.2. Ooh. Um, but in the past, he has a, I mean, the full season, like, added up. He had 8.5 one year. But Shout out to Bradley Beal. did really well. Um, all right. Yeah. So, right. moving on, we have some big, big news. We, uh, we normally just talk about basketball on the pod, but... 
there's there's so many things happening in the sports world. I'm actually getting anxious right now. We thought we would tell Tim a oh, few I'm things. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. Um, Some big fat news. So I will lead with this. J.J. Watt, I don't know if you've heard of this um, or listeners have heard. Uh, there's a lot of stuff happening on the Texans right now. Yeah. Basically, they have a guy who's the president of football operations who should not be the president of football operations. Mm. And over the last few years, kind of like leading up to the DeAndre Hopkins trade a few years back, um, he's just really screwing the pooch. He was a chaplain on the Patriots for a long time and was like, hey, Bibelichek, make me a personnel guy. And Bibelichek was like, no, like you're our chaplain. You don't like you're not a coach or a personnel person like a president. So that's a red flag there when you hire somebody. That is when, yeah. when Bill Belichick says no. Yes. Yeah. But but yeah. even even most of the coaches would have said no. Anyways, I, I forget the rest of the story, but he's he somehow he was a chaplain and he is now the president of football operations. Should something be. to that degree of the Texans. Um so we know that and I forget the quarterback's name right now. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has asked out to be traded, but this week, Tim, strap in. J.J. Watt was released from the Texans. Released? Released. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. They, like, mutually agreed to part ways. He put out a big, sweet, oh, he's such a good man, a sweet, heartfelt message, and he is now a... Free agent. Yeah, I don't know how restriction works. I don't know if they have restriction in the NFL, but he is a, he is a free agent. And now they be talking about where he's gonna go. Even know where he's not gonna go, but I the Packers is a name that's out there. Like that is one that is really in contention. The Steelers. TJ plays for the Steelers. His brother. Two Watts, one team. Two Watts. Where's the other Watt at? Um, he's a fullback, I think. No, they don't do fullbacks no more. They do a little. They bit. do. It's kind of. But they released, bro. They wow. waved him. Yeah, waved him. Oh, I mean. It's rough because I'm just trying to like process and understand. Like, I get it. He's probably hard to trade for because does he have a big contract on him? Um, uh, Derek Watt also plays for the Steelers. All three <laughs> Watts on one team. Yeah, their family would be, I'd be really a Pittsburgh happy. fan. Three Watt. Shout out to Pittsburgh fans. Shout out to San Antonio and Holmes, actually. Shout out to Drew Reinhardt. Hey, buddy. I like to consider myself kind of an NFL fan free agent right now. No, um, you don't. I talked with um, the local team. And <laughs> the Falcons? We agreed to mutually um, sort of part ways. I remember this man come to thought they tried to be a Ravens fan one night, and they lost. <laughs> yeah, that was just on tape. Not me. That was actually, da- yep, just on tape. That feels like Wow. Fun. Wow. No, me and Dante did watch Monday Night Football one night. It was Ravens Chiefs. Yeah. And we said, whoever wins this game, we are fans of. And then Chiefs won, and we said, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. And that's... then they went to the Super Bowl. And we knew they would, but. It's just, I think we're just so used to not being happy. Anyway. Yeah, yeah it must <laughs> be really hard to be a Falcons fan. <laughs> we re- they released J.J. Watt. They just let him go. Um, let him walk. They also did something similar, trading away Deshaun DeAndre Hopkins. Okay, that was sketchy. That was it was sketchy. You could make a solid argument that he's the best receiver right now. You could. And you could have made a solid argument that he's the best receiver when he was traded. Oh, hundred percent. So Houston had What if he goes to Arizona with Hopkins? Hey, who knows? That'd be kinda dope. Houston used to have a promising young play caller, Deshaun Watson. 
dual-threat quarterback. They weren't a bad team. They went to the playoffs. They were a good team, dare I say. They had Hopkins, who was just just hands. Yeah. He was like just hands and dreadlocks. And then they had J.J. Watt, who ate quarterbacks alive regularly. J.J. Watt is a large human. He's just such a massive person. There's just so like much of it. It's him. like a biking. You know what I mean? They had all these players, and then they just let them all go. Except for Deshaun, who's trying to, to leave. I would want to leave. I'd be depressed. I'll be honest with you. Like, and he is. Oh, I, sure. I would, like, oh, for, yeah. like, I'm sure there's some, like, some stress going on there. Like, yeah. You know, he's, yeah, he's not okay. Pray for Deshaun. Yeah. But the thing is, Deshaun does have the, um, I guess, the human choice of, like, showing up for work or not. He'll have integrity. And he does have integrity. He's shown that. Yeah. Yeah, so that's some big news, guys. Um, he shouldn't. Big. He shouldn't play for that team. No, I wouldn't want to play for that team. No one should play for that team. No. Um, okay, so other things we have some WNBA news. Hey, Lana um, Dream, I got some takes. Lana Dream, are we gonna get into it right now? Nope. Um, just just to preface this, me and Dante are recently in, and I don't know if Tim has picked a team yet necessarily. Lana um, Dream, we're okay, and you're right for that. Actually, because they yeah, have that is the right choice. They have really good jerseys. Me and Dante might have messed up a little bit. We jumped the gun. We jumped the gun and uh, maybe bought jerseys. And uh, <laughs> it's a really nice jersey, though. It is a nice jersey. I am. I picked the Seattle Storm. That's uh, who I like. Uh, Brianna Stewart is on that team, and she is a UConn legend. That she is. And UConn, they do be good. Who does Brittany Griner play for? Green played for Baylor in, well, well, in sorry, college. In, in WNBA. In WNBA. She, I, I think, plays for the she... Mercury still. Are they good? Phoenix Mercury? I could not. We're still fresh. And could the season isn't happening right now. The season happens, like, over the it's summer. It's off-season. We're which is also in... such a good thing. Oh, yeah. Basketball year-round. The point, I'm at the point in my life where I'll watch any of the basketball. Like, even sometimes in my office hours, like, at 9 a.m., FIBA is on in, like, it, Italy or Spain. And I'll watch that. And it's just like, it's nice to watch basketball. And they do a crazy thing there where they put mics in the huddles and you listen to the coaches scream at the players. And they are so mean. <laughs> you know what would be so funny if like you're just watching it and then like Kenneth Faree just comes out of the <laughs> Oh, that'd be Chinese nice. League. That'd be great. 2 a.m. Chinese League. Um, I picked the Las Vegas Aces Rams. as my, um, my team. Love the Aces. Great team. Great jerseys. I like the colors, the red, the gold, the oh, black. Yeah. So nice. Um, I have some takes. I'll save them okay. for the aces, but we'll, um, we'll, we'll go ahead and get we, to the news. We will, we will get, yeah. So the, the news does concern my team, Seattle Storm. Um, here's the thing is kind of how I became to be a Seattle Storm fan was mostly uh, 2K. I played with them on 2K, and I was already kind of wanting to get – me and Dante were already texting about the WNBA – and they were they were literally just so good on 2K. I was like, this team is probably pretty good. I found out later that day that they actually won the title the year before, but I was already kind of committed to them. So it was like I, I didn't know that when I became a fan. And I'm not trying to do anything here. Anyways, my favorite player to play with on 2K was Natasha Howard. She is, um, she's, she's nice. like, she runs four or five probably, and was just, first of all, was big and could do post moves, but could shoot too. She like all around her. Oh my gosh. She's incredible. Here's the thing, is that there was a four team deal. What? Okay, this is confusing. Um, this is some 2K stuff. Yes, so it involves Seattle, 
Minnesota, hold up. Seattle, Minnesota, Dallas, and the New York Liberty. Yes, four teams. I'm right. Um, so, first of all, that there there are so many things here. Um, so the Storm sent Natasha Howard, my favorite player, to the New York Liberty. New York sent the 2021 number all number one overall pick to Seattle. Um, and wait, hold on, wait, if Paige Buchers is the best player in college basketball right now, plays for UConn, absolutely. is absolutely amazing. I do not know the policy on one and dones in women's college basketball. I, think, I assume it's the same. I think it is. Most of them do stay for longer. <clears throat> but if Paige Buchers comes to the Seattle Storm, I will lose my cool. I will lose it. I will be a Seattle. I will move to Seattle and be a super fan. Season tickets all if that, I ever get to go to watch a basketball game again. All that rain. All that rain. It's been raining here for like five weeks though, so who cares? It will be raining Snowed. baskets in Seattle. Should oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> and I'll go ahead and apologize for that one. That one's on me. Um, no one told me to say no, that. I, it was there was no condemnation. And then they also got a first and a second round pick. One from Phoenix. One from Liberty. And then uh, transaction number two is Seattle sent that Phoenix pick that they got to Minnesota, and Minnesota sent uh, Micaiah Harrington, sorry Harrigan, and then I love that name. Seattle sent Sammy Whitcomb, and Stephanie Talbot went is going to Seattle. Anyways, the rest of it is just picks. Um, Seattle added that. Wait, hold on a second. It's a very confusing trade. It is a very. There are so many things happening in this trade. Um, okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. This is where I realized that I was not happy, and I forgot about this. Seattle did end up trading the number one overall pick um, to they, Dallas. So They got it. And they traded. got it and traded it back. There are four different <laughs> transactions with teams that have happened here. So they, they traded the number one pick to Dallas, and they got Katie Lou Samuelson, who is good, who did Katie go to Lou UConn. nice. She also went to UConn. Um, oh, from UConn. And then they still got uh, Makaya here again, and then they got... Two picks and rights to Stephanie Talbot. So, there that was a lot. That was a mouthful. Katie Lou is nothing to sneeze at. Um, nothing to sneeze at. Do not sneeze at Katie Lou. But I do not know that she, and I don't know what the Storm's bench situation looks like. But I, I am not sure that that she replaces Natasha Howard's presence. What I was impressed with in this trade was the fact that Natasha Howard was worth. The first overall pick, and then multiple other first round picks. That's power. That is how you. That is value. I'm feeling confident after that. If I'm her, who in the NBA is worth that? Kevin Durant. Mm, I guess. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess yeah, there are. No, I, this there, I mean, like superstars would be. Yes. But she is like that. Is helps to show like the level of player that she is. Like she is worth. That, yeah. She is worth the team's Everything. future. <laughs> That's a lot of confidence. Like, I'm feeling good. I'm going to sleep good. I'm feeling good by myself. Um, and the Liberty are pretty nice. And also, there's some other WNBA. Well, Minnesota Olympics. Liberty, you said? No, New York oh, Liberty. New York Liberty. Yeah. And oh, that makes Minnesota sense. is the Lynx. Dallas yeah. Wings, I believe. Dallas Wings, the other team. And then mm-hmm. Phoenix, I guess, was technically, their, their pick was involved. Phoenix Moons. Um, and they're the Mercury. Mercury. <laughs> like the Sun. You say. <laughs> Sorry. Um, um, I'll go ahead and um, slide in my hot take here. Yeah, go on. Um, Seattle has been kind of a dynasty, honestly. The WNBA they really have, and the past, they, yeah, past few years it's really just been Seattle at the top. But the Aces already had Kelsey Plum, already had MVP Aja Wilson. You sound like you're from Las Vegas. 
Liz Cambridge is rejoining the team. I've never heard that sentence. And they just added Raquino Williams, who has the most points in WNBA history. Whoa. In a single game. Oh, in a yeah, single so game. Okay. Single game. I was like, we got a Kareem? They had ab- they have absolute bucket Raquino Williams to Kelsey Plum, who can already space the floor. Aja Wilson, who can score on any Giannis, probably. And Liz Cambridge. Probably Giannis. Who, there's just videos of her giving the work to actual NBA players. Like she just, I've seen that. Yeah. Yes. I think it was Jordan Bell. She just absolutely. Shout out Jordan Bell. RIP, my boy. Yeah. After what happened, Rust, yeah. Pink <clears throat> sent to the D League. <laughs> Not only that, but they're. If I'm if I'm if I'm right, the Aces are kind of deep. They have talent one through ten. They went to the finals last year. They, they did lost, get swept by the Son- I mean not Sonic the um, Seattle. Yeah, they yeah. lost to Seattle. They were swept by Seattle, but they've only gotten better. Seattle just added some depth, but lost Natasha Howard. I really think that the Aces take it this year. I think we bring it home. I'm cheering for you. I don't like. I'm, this is something that's hard because when we started like really diving into the WNBA is like when I started giving up sports. So <laughs> unrelated. I feel like so uneducated right now. But but like it's really exciting to hear like the stuff going on and stuff. Oh, it's yeah. been so it's been so fun. Yeah. Um I wanna actually go ahead and encourage our listeners start doing some WNBA research. Yeah. Get into it. Get ready for the season. Get ready for the season. Um, it is a lot of fun. It sounds like a lot of fun. It's just nice to get to like, to just like support. Yeah, for sure. And just like genuinely enjoy. Like there's just some people who are good at the sport, and they're very good at the sport. And it's just it's just good basketball. Yeah, yeah. it's enjoyable. It's another league. Um, it really is, and it's, it, like you said, it's like good basketball. Like I know. I, I used to watch that's why I brought up Brittany Griner earlier when she played at Baylor whoa they like they destroyed like yeah. they won the championship I'm pretty sure I want to say they beat UConn I could be totally wrong about I think that that's right um, but like they might have actually went undefeated that year or were close to it that's right it was so long ago yeah it was so long ago um, she's good yeah. I would say she's my favorite player just yeah. because of like, I feel like I have this connection to her. Just because like, she, when like I was a kid, I watched yeah. her playing at Baylor. But it was funny when when you were explaining um, that big trade. It, like I started thinking about that trade when like somehow the Hawks got Carmelo Anthony and like but didn't have him. But yeah. waved him immediately. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hawks <laughs> legend Carmelo Anthony <laughs> gets a Carmelo Anthony jersey. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Um. There are. Do you have any other WNBA things? We did. The Aces did lose Kayla McBride in free agency. She signed with the Lynx. It was a tough loss. Seven years, three All Star appearances, almost three thousand points. I mean, she held it down as shooting guard, and she was celebrated by the team as she should have been, as she deserved. But it's just that's a, that's a tough one to step into. That's tough to replace. Sure. Um, that being said. 51 points in a game by Raquina Williams. Shout out. And I watched those highlights, and it was not an easy 51. 
It wasn't like just bad defense. That's mad respect. She is a baller. Also, Liz Cambridge, six foot eight. That's a lot of height. That is a lot of height. I will say this. I am a Georgia fan. But I love like the women's South Carolina team. Hmm. Basketball. They are good. They're really good. They are like really they're not Yukon, of course, like because like Yukon has a lot of They year. they are they're fight like they're a dynasty though. Oh, South Carolina? Yeah. Oh, 100%. But I feel like Yukon is just kind of like they have more years attached to them. Yeah. In the sense of like South Carolina will get there. They're on the track there. They already have a dynasty, but like yeah. Like I, for some reason I, I remember I think I watched like it might have been my freshman year in college. I watched the SEC tournament and they just tore it up. Yeah. They are they're they're like how Kentucky normally is on the men's side of just like they don't belong in the SEC. Like <laughs> yeah, they're just well, Kentucky not this year. Yeah. Not this year. Shout out to Colson. There is actually a statue at South Carolina of Aja Wilson because she led that team that tore it up in the tournament. Wow. Ew. She's wait good. Dude, okay, that's who we're talking about. Aja Wilson. Yeah. MVP in her 30s. That's crazy years. how that happened. She's she's really good at basketball. Um, so so there are some NBA things that we'll just touch on really quickly. We don't have to talk about them necessarily. Um, but they are uh, really juicy, so I'm just going to let you process them as you can. Um, Andre Drummond is looking probable to get traded to the Raptors soon from the Cavs. Um, I've always kind of liked him. I've always liked Andre, too. Um, they do have three guys who do similar things. Um, oh, the Cavs? Four? They have JaVale, Andre, and Javale, Jared Allen. JaVale McGee. Jared Allen, Thon Maker. Thon Maker. There was a time when all four of those guys played on the court at the same time. Oh, they also have Larry Nance Jr. And Larry Nance Jr. Wait, JaVale McGee plays for them? Yes. He does. Who hasn't he played for? That's true. I like JaVale McGee. JaVale um, McGee. So, yeah, that's one. One that is uh, one that hurts for me and Dante, and maybe for you as well, Tim, is that the Hawks... Are looking to trade John Collins? No, um, John Collins is his contract is up at the end of the season. But at my the end thing, of the season. this is my thing about that. You're gonna trade first, like if we trade John, John Collins, what are we looking for? A pick. Like, but yeah, but what are we looking for? That pick. We're looking for exactly what John Collins is gonna want is gonna give us. Yeah, I think what's happening is that the Hawks are accepting calls for John Collins. I don't think we're calling other teams like, hey, do you want John Collins? Yeah. I think there are teams who are interested and we're not saying no immediately. I honestly don't think he'll be moved. Um, I think he stays in Atlanta. I hope he signs an extension, although the relationship isn't looking great. Yeah. But really? Yeah. There's just been a lot going on past, like, year. I, yeah. But, I mean, John Collins, he's not going to carry your franchise to a championship, but he's one of the most efficient offensive players of all time. John Collins is good at basketball. He's really, he's good really good. Um, I guess one thing is I, I don't think that they're like their relationship is fractured him and Trey. Yeah. But yeah, they're um, fine. The Hawks overpaid Bodan Bogdanovich. They do not have enough money. They can't like John's gonna get Max somewhere. Um, he deserves it. And so the Hawks won't give that to him, uh, which stinks. But also. Yeah, he just probably deserves to go somewhere else. I don't think it's a huge deal that the Hawks didn't sign him to an extension this offseason because after your, like, rookie extension, the point of that extension is to get, like, a team-friendly deal. 
the point is to like get the player to sign an extension that would be something of a discount. Um, unless you're just like that guy, like Jason Tatum. He's just that guy, so you sign him when you can sign him. But they wanted to offer John Collins financial security in exchange for taking less money. Mm-hmm. John Collins wasn't willing to do that. The Hawks were like, okay. I think if they would have offered him 100 mil plus per, per year, I'm, whoa. Oh, 100 mil, 100 mil for four years. He yeah. would have signed it, probably. Yeah, um, so. Yeah. So, another thing, uh, Blake Griffin is currently resting. What? Um, the, him and the Pistons decided that he would sit. They are looking They're looking to see what's going to happen with his future. Um, I read this quote from The Athletic, Zach Harper. It says, tough part about finding a landing spot for Griffin is his deal. Moving $36 million, which is his current contract, this season with a player option of $39 million next season. Too much. Means the team has to really want him. Uh, I don't know who would. Um, but he's shot under 40% all season, and he's not explosive anymore. I'll say he's overrated. And unless Sacramento, it, this, they said it was Sacramento is really desperate. He's staying, or they'll buy out his contract. But I don't know if a buyout constitutes that he can sign for another team. Um, anyways, he is um, probably not going to play for the Pistons. If he gets bought out, he can go to another team. Okay. Um, they would also have to pay him $36 million to not play basketball for them. They have to pay him the same contract. Well, they can agree on like a, like a lesser okay. total, but it's going to be a lot. Yeah. And they're going to be paying millions of dollars for this man to no longer be on their team. And that's just not what you want. I've never been a Blake Griffin fan. Okay. Mm. I, I just don't. There's just something about him. Yeah. I don't uh, mean to slander. I know that's kind of harsh. Like, but I don't know. It's just something with me. Yeah. I'm not a big Blake guy either. Um, it's just something. I don't know. Yep. So that that's NBA news. Um, quickly, we will hit a little uh, Valentine's Day magic. Um, Denzel Valentine, NBA player. Forgot about him. We're just gonna throw it back. He's a. First of all, I went on his Twitter just to see what was happening. He's a sweetie. He is, is just yeah. retweeting yeah. other guys doing well, and he's just talking about Michigan State. Current, he's a Michigan State legend. Oh, and he's talking about oh, yeah. Michigan State players who are doing really well, and he's just supporting everybody. And also, Michigan State. I tweeted this video from 2015. Um, There's basically him on Valentine's Day, Denzel Valentine on Valentine's Day, um, leading Michigan State to um, a victory over it was Ohio State. It was big, and that's really all I have to say about Denzel Washington, Denzel Valentine, <laughs> and also this sweet little video of him dancing. I um, that, so I remember when um, Denzel, uh, I almost said Washington too, Valentine was um, on Michigan State, and he was like consistently yeah. was he averaging a triple double? I don't know about averaging, but, but he, he was, was picking them up. He was consistently yeah. doing triple doubles. Yeah. Like, he broke the record, I want to say. He was playing like four. Like he was playing power forward. Yeah. And he is six foot four. He's six foot four? Yes. I'm that, taller that than made, him. That's probably what happened. Um and that's also weird. Yeah, he's six foot four. He's averaging just a quick update on him, basically. This is like a random player update. Cool. He's averaging eight point six. Valentine um, watch. Eight point six. That's, Three and one. I, I that's, that makes me sad because I remember when he got drafted. I'm like, he's gonna be something. I really good. wanted the Hawks to grab him. I believed in Denzel. He's Valentine. a good role player. I think he he works well with the Bulls, and I think the Bulls are looking pretty good. Anyways, oh, is that so? They're looking better than the Hawks. 
Is that so? I don't think that's so. Close. I'll go ahead and say I don't think that's so. Uh, we did beat them by a lot so. that first time, but they are trending up and we are trending down. Record-wise, I don't think the Bulls are as good as their record shows, and I also don't think the Hawks are as bad as the record shows. That's deep. Um, yeah. Appreciate it, man. It's all about you. Yeah, it's all about Yep. Um, yeah, they're actually, they're one game apart. They basically have the same record. Hawks are actually playing right now. Crazy, the game yeah. just started against Shout New out Trey Young. Shout out Trey Young. Shout out ATL. Shout out the Cold Takes Podcast. Shout out to my boys. Yeah, shout out Cold Takes. Um, we ran out of time talking about Aja Wilson and her greatness. Next week we'll pick up with, I'd like to say, a pretty exciting nickname watch. Yeah. Um, new qualifications. It's going to be tougher. I will say, looking for these guys, it already is much tougher. Um, but we're going to get some NBA players, some some worthwhile nicknames. Yeah. yeah, and just to give you guys a little, this is a little tease because Dante's going to shoot it down really hard, and Tim just needs to hear a nickname. <laughs> and this is really just the Lou Dort podcast, if we think about it. <laughs> As it should be. I saw a tweet this week of him, and he had his hands all in LeBron's face, not fighting, but just on defense, literally yeah, yeah, just yeah. having his hands yeah, yeah. in his face. And the comment was, the Dortress. That is ridiculous. That's disrespectful. Defensive that is specialist. A terrible nickname. The Dortress. That's disrespectful. That makes me sick. The Dortress. That sounds like a like a weird villain in like a Disney movie. That sounds like a Bridgerton character. Worse than. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say it again louder. I've never a seen really. Dortress sounds like a Bridgerton character. All right, folks. That's all we've got today. <laughs> hey, I will say, I will say this. Uh, shout out to all the people who listened last time. Oh yeah, we appreciate you. I really guys appreciate so y'all guys' much. feedback. For real, yeah. this is for you guys. Um, and also, shout out to Kneecap Porzingis. Shout out. Shout out Kneecap. Okay, so we did get a nickname. <laughs> yeah. Kneecap Porzingis. I feel like we do so many shout outs. <laughs> we all the time. Shout out everyone who's executive. All right. All right. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. You guys have a you guys. great week or weekend, whenever this comes out. Hey, roll that.